video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 237 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my half-dead homeboy, Mr. Grizz. <laughs> what is going on? What? Uh, that, that's the that, only thing I can think no, of for dude, this Honestly, movie. that might be my favorite what you've ever come up with i just like the way really? it sounds like that, that if i was like if like I, i'm like a poser juggalo i'm okay admitting that like i'm a juggalo <laughs> from a distance like yeah you guys do your thing like i'm like a juggalo well wisher you know what i'm saying so i think that's like, the best way you're to put in the it. baby pool yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Your toe in you're so, not like, completely but if, if i was like balls deep juggalo like the full two scoops of the whoop dude i think that would be like my clown name you know what i'm saying like the half dead <laughs> homeboy would be like I'd be fucking throwing Fago to that. That would be it. Well, well, there was Blaze, you dead homie. There was, so yeah, yeah. The Dark so Lotus be and like, shit. I remember, dude, I, I know the fucking, I know the whole <laughs> deal, baby. I'm there. Whoop, whoop. I was just talking with a guy at work. Um, he's like 45, I think, or something. Like big metal head and all that shit. And I was, we were just like talking about ICP for whatever reason. And I was like, man, like, I really wish I saw them, like, in their prime, like, oh, when they were dude. still releasing, like, the fucking, um, the, the fucking cards, you know what I mean? And he goes, oh, yeah, I saw them once for the tour for the fucking Great Malenko. I was like, damn, dude, like, that's a fucking sick tour to see. So, like, dude, it's so funny because I, I just got a tattoo a couple weeks ago. I got I got the dopest fucking dragnet tattoo everybody also like I'll fucking post a picture of that bitch soon it's all healed up now it's if you're a fucking dragnet fan from the 80s this is the fucking tattoo but like I'm sitting in the tattoo and like it's it's one of my good buddies Joel who's done a lot of work on me and stuff and uh we were talking about like he's like dude like honestly for a while the bread and butter of my entire career was fucking hatchet men like I would do wow. like 30 to 40 of those bitches a fucking week and wow. it was just quick money, dude. In a street shop, like he's like, that was it, dude. He's like, now it's fucking Punisher, fucking things. All the cops come in and get fucking. Punished. <laughs> I was like, dude. So the Punisher logo is like the Hatchet Men of the fucking cop world. Like that's oh, like wow. the equivalent. I never thought of that. Like they're mortal fucking enemies, dude. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> but that's so funny. We were talking about ICP and shit, and he was like, today, and he's like, dude. I saw them when they were like, they were opening for like a metal band in the fucking early 90s on tour with this metal band that came through Buffalo. And they were the openers. And he's like, I, we walk in and there's just two fucking clowns jumping on mini trampolines screaming fuck the world for like an hour. And we were like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he's like, and then I saw him later, like a few years back on the Malenko tour. And it was like the biggest fucking spectacle. I, it blew so my sick. mind. It went from two dudes on a trampoline you know, it's talking about chicken fucking and stuff to like where it had came. And I was like, dude, it's been so, so cool to see him in the infancy like that. Yeah. I see. Like, I feel like now I know I, are they done yet? Didn't no, they I know say they were like, going to do like, back cause I know the one, uh, violent Jay's been having like heart problems and stuff. So they're not, dude, they toured relentlessly for like years, yeah. but they finally are just like pulling back to do like the, the hollow wickeds and like the, the holiday shows like special, and the special gathering events. and shit. Yeah. So even like now, I feel like it wouldn't be the same 
as like back in maybe like the mid nineties, the late nineties, like just the atmosphere of it where it was still like under, it was still underground. Like people didn't know what the fuck ICP was when we were in school. Like 90% of people had no fucking clue what the hell it was. Yeah, dude, I got you know what I mean? Malenko CD by my older cousin, Darren. And like, he was like 18 when I was like 12 years old. And I'd go over there and I'd fucking think he was the coolest fucking dude in the world. And they would do horrible things to me, like lock me in the trunk of their car and drive me around for an hour and shit. <laughs> but he gave me that fucking great Malenko CD. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? Like, it totally blew. Because there was nothing that I ever had like that before at that age, dude. I was like, this is, this is fucking mind blowing. I was addicted so to that funny. shit, dude. And then they got all into God, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that was the fucking... <laughs> but, dude, my buddy Sean, he's like, I called it. He's like, I knew that shit from the beginning, that they were going to say the Joker cards were about God and, like, finding salvation. And I'm like, that is the corny... No, they fucking didn't, dude. If you listen to those early <laughs> albums, they ain't talking about God. It ain't happening. Dude, that's... Well, their whole thing is... That it's not necessarily, uh, not necessarily like a Christian, Christian. god yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just like the like your power. Well, like do good things, like How live a good life. Work and shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, that's how that's how the fucking conversation got started at work was because I said that and he knew right away. Um, that's the go-to but, rip, obviously. But I'm fairly certain I saw like a video of them talking about it and they were saying like it's not necessarily like that sort of thing, but it's more so just like, like do good things, don't live a wicked life because, like you know. And I, dude, I can. I, I, I thought that I was that, dude. You know what? I totally get down with that. And the cool thing about what I, what I've come to understand about that community is probably the most accepting, open, fucking minded, loving community of people that you'll ever meet. Like I've been told so many times that there's nothing like an insane clown posse show because it's like a fucking family gathering. Nobody's talking shit. Everybody's just like there to fucking love that experience i guess i don't know like i go to metal shows and we beat the shit out of each other so yeah, like yeah. I, it's I hard wish, for me to gauge that i wish the vhs community was like that it used to be it used uh, to be i feel like a little bit more uh like free it's my fault dude all like, right let's talk about no, it <laughs> no 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 but yeah, yeah speaking i really of think- icp though like here's a good uh, transition because we're going to wrestling here for a minute and we all know juggalos are fucking wrestling fans dude i i actually watched a royal rumble for the first time in years bro i watched this what the fuck did i watch dude not good dude it was so bad you watched it right of course yeah the only thing i gotta say i did like and people are gonna fucking roll their eyes that fucking pitch black match i dug it too i don't i don't hate that everyone shit on it dude that shit looks sick. I liked his makeup where like when the fucking lights went on, like it changed to like yes. something different. Like I thought that was fucking cool as hell. Honestly, I like LA Knight. I like Bray Wyatt. Like, well, that was my favorite thing of the I, night. Dude, and I hate LA Knight. He's such a fucking rock like, ripoff. It's like he's like rock a white stone rock, cold. You know? he, yeah, rocks rock cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like but I I do. I dig the Bray Wyatt thing, dude. I like the weird puppet creature thing that he's doing and stuff i i think that's cool it's creepy it's original man like i can't fucking hate on that but the rest of the show was fucking horrible the rumble itself was like well what the fuck am i watching so one thing i'm gonna say like the a negative of aew like being around now is that everybody who would have been like a surprise or whatever is now working somewhere else 
True. You know what I mean? So like when there's going to be a special guest, this or that, you know, it's going to be like somebody older because like anybody who's still in their prime or whatnot, Fucking it's like Logan under contract. Some shit. I don't mind him, dude. He's a good wrestler. Like he he's is, got he's like good athletic magnet, ability. You know? Yeah. Like he's perfect. But, like he's, but he's like, to me, that's not a surprise. Because like he already he's he wrestles every so often like I want to see somebody fucking ridiculous yeah, like Booker or T I wasn't a see, surprise to me like I mean it's, it's I don't it's Booker T he's, he's a, on the he's pre-show around. he's on the pre-show yeah. every time so like that's not too out of the ordinary for me like I, like if they brought somebody like The Rock or yeah. something which obviously they wouldn't waste that for the Royal Rumble or they would have him come in and win I mean the but Edge like, pop was cool he's been gone for a while having him come in but and still do his thing, but still not a surprise you know like it's Edge like yeah. he already he we were surprised when he first came back yeah you know what I mean like I, it's not a surprise now and I guess you know you gotta realize a lot of the dudes that we like as kids they're too old to go now oh yeah. they're not gonna be wrestling anymore all this so, talk like, about gonna... what is it brock lesnar stone cold like get the fuck out of here it's not it's never yeah. gonna happen dude and i wouldn't even want to would... see that match like why would stone cold get his ass beat by brock lesnar right. for her fucking whatever and like you can't bury brock that takes no fucking sense dude it, it's 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 a lose-lose yeah i i don't know uh i thought it was a pretty bad rumble I don't know what other people. I didn't really look into it too much. I know people were shitting on that pitch, the pitch black they match, did. whatever. They did hard, but I enjoyed that. That was the, like the I like that of the show stuff for me. You know, yeah, like to me, like that's a gimmick that like it's not too stupid where you're doing like fucking you know, uh, Grizz's nutsack on a pole match or something like that. Which I'm down for. And, they want to do that at yeah. AEW. Give me a call. I'm here. <laughs> and it it fit it fit the uh, the whole like Bray Wyatt gimmick look thingy. Like it was cool to me. Yeah. And I guess people don't want to have fun. They just want to see the same shit over I mean, and over and over again. The thing that like I thought originally was that the match was too short. It was like kind of anticlimactic. He hit the fucking Sister Abigail kind of quick out of nowhere and it was kind of like I think they were up. running late. It seemed like they were running late. Like it was yeah. already like 11 o'clock by then. And you know, but they did do the big afterbirth with the fucking him, you know, having the howdy duty fly off the fucking thing and shit, which he totally missed them. But like, it was well, that's on, that's part of the, the yeah. stunt. It was cool though, you know. But I wish the match itself would have been longer. But overall, I had to fucking do a serious uh, palate cleanse with some good mid south for a few days after go. that, dude. I've just been burning dude, through mid south. I saw a thing the other day. It said Jim Cornette must be having a heart attack because as of today. AEW has lasted longer than Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Yeah, I know. It's it's uh, as a true cult of Cornette member, it's a hard pill to swallow. But you know what? I don't I don't hate AEW, dude. I, I appreciate the fuck out of what Tony did uh for the Briscoes, you know, fighting to get him on and you know, having the the Jay Memorial and stuff. That was probably the highlight of the wrestling week, obviously for me, was watching that. Um but you know, it's uh dude. Wrestling is so weird, you know. It's it's. I still I still appreciate lows, what dude. is happening and the fact that it's still going. It's just hard for an old timer, I guess, like me now to to see what it was when I was a kid. And I, I guess I'm looking through it through the wrong lens, you know. Yeah, well, you're not, you know, you're not seeing these dudes as like superheroes anymore. You right. don't think the fucking, you know, Sergeant Slaughter is not actually in the military. And uh, I thought uh, that for sure, dude. I legitimately yeah. thought he was the real GI Joe for a long time. Uh, 
so like, you know, your tastes obviously change and you're going to be nostalgic for things that you saw when you were a kid, just like in the movies that we watch. Yeah. Uh, me, like I started getting more into like, you know, just like how like we, they said like, oh, weed's a gateway drug and stuff. <laughs> like all, of a sudden, all of a sudden now, like I watch mostly just like deathmatch wrestling and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And like there's some like smaller deathmatch federations, obviously. Um, you know, GCW and stuff. Even they're kind of stepping away from like pure deathmatch. They shit. are. I'm surprised um, about that. Yeah, they're like almost trying to legitimize. Like IWTV has like the live events of ICW, No Holds Barred, and like the Pit, uh, Pit Fighter X. Then of course there's our buddies over in uh, in England with fucking Kumite Dude. wrestling. <laughs> they're they're doing their shit over there. You can hear my fucking theme song if you watch yeah, that on IWTV. Awesome. Um, but like I feel like I ended up pushing myself more into that stuff because it's new there's more well not new but like it's it's not the same shit over and yeah. over again you know it's a new crop of corny. people in there yeah like it's fucking disgusting to 90 percent of people um would you watch it with your kids maybe i don't know but to me like that's like watching I don't even know, dude. Like, I think this is a good like going to it right here. Yeah, I think watching lot. like AEW WWE is like watching something like you know uh, Friday the Thirteenth. You know, that's something that everyone's comfortable with. That's 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 what horror movies are. You know, and then yeah. you know, watching something like what we watched this week, which is the the fucking Shattered Dead, would be like watching Deathmatch Wrestling. You know, it's not. Yeah. it's the extreme end of that. It's it's the other it's like the odd alternative to what it actually is man and i think that yeah. uh, that's a great way to get into to exactly like what that. we did watch this week i like that this week we watched the 1994 scooter mccray <laughs> scooter mccray i love saying that motherfucking <laughs> name uh i'm gonna say classic because i always i always thought this was like a classic vhs movie shattered dead um a tempe video release which i have here um i have the tape I had a DVD of it that I sent to somebody, I think. You I have, have a Blu-ray? This beautiful new Blu-ray that I have here. Wow. From, uh, Look at Saturn's that Saturn's Core, Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, this is a fucking dope release, dude. I watched the VHS version on here, which is included with this, but there is also a version I have not seen yet on here, which is the, uh, the extended director's cut. Uh, which Ooh. was uh, taken from the original Betacam Master. So I am I fucking what's interested to see what's different on that. That's going to be a, a yeah, follow-up. I'm, I'm pretty curious. Actually, I wonder... No, would that be the same cut that's on the DVD? I'm not sure, actually. I just, I just watched the original VHS cut that's on here in like the original yeah. format and everything. That's the one that I... I mean we almost watched together <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah when i was over there <laughs> <laughs> um that was that was the vhs cut that i that i sent um i think i have a copy of the blu-ray somewhere still that i kept it for posterity um sure. like just a just a rip somewhere i gotta i gotta check that out but i'm i'm really interested in what's in the director's cut because this movie um pretty short Right, hour twenty six, something like that. It's the perfect amount of time. Let's not call it short. <laughs> it's yeah. the perfect well, you know what amount I mean. of time. I mean, com compared to some, like I just watched, um, I just I watched Terrifier two. Oh, did you follow right? up with it? Yeah, fucking, it's good, dude. It's okay. good. I gotta okay. say, yeah. I gotta say, man, I, I think I'm a fan now. Oh, but boy. um, I'm, t dude, you're gonna, you would like it. You would like the second one. 
like the shit that they do in this movie, you would they fucking push it be a little dying. farther. You would be dying, dude. All like right. laughing. I'll you try. Would love, I'll I, give it a shot. Yeah, that that's a good one. But um, all I could think of when watching Shattered Dead this week was, holy fuck, this is short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, was it for watching. It was it. Fucking epic like yeah. that, dude. It, it's like doing altitude training. You know what I mean? Then you go back to like fucking normal sea level and all of a sudden you're like, <gasps> you yes. know, I was going to attempt to watch it. But after you fucking tell me it's over two hours long, I don't, it's I don't long. know if I it's will. Long. You, might, you might hit the plus 15 seconds button a couple I'm, times. I've done that from time to time. But but like the, the general movie is pretty, pretty gnarly. Right. You, yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, I'm curious to see what the director's cut of this is. Uh, does it say on the back of your Blu-ray the time? of the director's cut oh, because be that would cool be interesting it does not say on the back here no but it was uh supervised by scooter mccree the one and only there he's on go. here a bunch dude he's got a bunch of interviews a bunch of like uh on location shots and stuff that he did this is gonna he's be pretty cool. active follow up on some of this yeah he's pretty active i think he still does uh like i i've seen things with him being there like showings or whatnot i think there was some shit with uh like horror boobs um but I'm trying to think. No, I'm not. I'm not. I can't think off the top of my head what exactly it was. I love the but, uh, the tagline to this too. Fucking shattered dead. God hates you. That's such a fucking great fucking. That is a that's a metal uh, dude. There's tons of metal lines in uh, this. Yeah. Like the whole. Yeah, it's a pretty metal movie. It's missing. It's gonna say it's it's one thing. It's missing is like a really fucking. If it <laughs> this would be a great movie if it had a heavy metal soundtrack. That's what this is. Really and it missing, could honestly. It would work. I it think would it would work. work. Oh, it would totally work, dude. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a trailer. If there is, I'll play it. If not, I will play something else as usual. But we will see you on the other side. You're going to live your life without a home, without a job, and you're going to grow old and decrepit and die. Except you won't die because nobody dies anymore. And you're going to spend the rest of eternity wandering the face of the earth in that pathetic state, just wishing you could lay down and rest like people did in the good old days. But you can't. Not anymore. Look at that tree. That tree is the end. That's how clear it is to me. The end. Does that scare you? Prepare to be physically challenged! Jesus, you're good. Good. Jesus was the best. It's not the brain, but the soul. How do you kill the soul? I don't mean to scare you, but I'm gonna be scared. Nobody trusts anybody anymore. I'm sorry to hear about that. Life's not fair. Neither is death. What's your name, lady? Susan. There you see. No scars to hide. Let me show you. Shattered dead. Grizz, do you want to give a, a little synopsis of this or you want me to do it? Right, I'll, I'll give it a whirlski. In a. <laughs> Weird-ass post-apocalyptic world where you cannot die. A really homely lady tries to get back home to her fucking boyfriend who has 
taking things a little bit too far, we shall say. <laughs> See, now, uh, you said that this is post-apocalyptic. EK said this is po- uh, post-apocalyptic. Like, was it really the apocalypse? No, I mean, it's, I it wasn't, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I think anything like, that's like... I, I, would you classify, like, zombie movies post-apocalyptic? Like, is that... Does that fit the fucking, like, that world? I never really considered I feel like, that. I feel like that's, like, during the apocalypse... Pre-apocalyptic. So, like, that's, or, like, you know... Or sans... Or yeah, like, I gonna say, what's the word? <laughs> intra... Intrapocalypse. Yeah, that's, like, intrapocalyptic is, uh, I think, what is happening. Because, yeah, like, post-apocalypse is, like, all, like, the real killing of, like... I don't know. I mean... Like in a Mad Maxian type of world. When I think of like post-apocalyptic, I think of like for some reason. Well, obviously not for some reason because that's always depicted this way of like water world or fucking a desert. You know, like some kind of crazy landscape that's like vastly different than just like a normal neighborhood block that all of this fucking movie shot. There's a swimming pool in a backyard in a fucking scene in this movie. (laughs) It kind of seems like everybody just became like a bum. Yeah, like everybody just shambles. Like it's just street trash everywhere in America now. Because no, you can't die. So that's the that's the whole thing. That like people that were dead are now like alive again, and then people that are alive can't die. Yeah, but they're not so, like they're not zombies. They're not out for like flesh eating. They're not like that's no. not like the goal. They're just they, they act reanimated normal. corpses. They're like, oh fuck, I died. I got mangled because I died in this way, and now I'm stuck mangled for the eternity because I can never fucking die. And the more things that happen to them, the fucking worse they look. And you know, yeah. I love that aspect. Okay, so this was like my second time watching this movie. First time I watched it, I was like fucking a few sheets to the wind with a group of people. I fucking loved it. This time, it's a. I, I love this movie, but this movie is also fucking horrible. Like, I oh. really, I really like it, but I understand that this is a really fucking bad movie. <laughs> I, it, it's not quite Todd Sheetsian. Yes. Um, the the acting is kind of stiff, but it's not everybody. Like, not everybody is, is, is bad in it. Um, I think it has a solid score. I think, like, the music yeah. in it is, is fucking yeah. good. The story is fucking awesome. Like, the actual story itself the is, idea like, is such great. a good... It's such a good idea. Like, such a good idea. Because you have all these people that, like... You have people that are alive... And you have people that have died. You have people that were alive that killed themselves purposefully. So when they were dead, they were like normal looking. The beautiful dead people, I think they call them at some point. Um, But what's cool is that like there's basically an undead cult leader that is kind of turning all these dead people into like his like minions. And it's kind of fucked up because what they're trying to do is basically make everybody the same so there's no more like beautiful dead people like everybody has a handicap as i think is what they were calling it right like a handicap (laughs) and like it's fucking wild because some of the people are like some of the people are fucked up like the one dude's like i can't go home because i got a job as a crash test dummy oh yeah and now like like, i'm too fucking mangled dude it's so good yeah like that whole see so that's that's kind of what makes me like it's borderline post-apocalyptic because it seems like there's there was like a, a working society still where people had oh, yeah, jobs that's, and that's shit. A good point. Usually there's like a, a breakdown of some kind of like organized society and post-apocalyptic films. It's more chaotic 
Whereas this seems pretty run of the mill, like, you know, people just doing their... Although, like, there is some chaos, because, like, they had that cult, like, stealing cars and shit like that, and fucking... I mean, there's weird things like that going on, but it does not feel post-apocalyptic. It's well, just he often described He lets her go. Way. The cult leader lets her go when they steal the car. He's oh, yeah, like, no, we want you to come willingly. You know? Which is, like, very weird, right? Like, they, they want these people to come willingly. Which it's, is kind of a, a but it's like cool so. Why are you only too? going after dead people? Like, if eventually everyone's gonna fucking die, so wouldn't you want to just like start? If your idea is to like make everyone equal, start blowing off well, fucking living people too. Well, they they said something to some effect, like later on in the movie. Like, are you ready to wait a hundred years for everybody to die? You know what I mean? Like, they they kind of like change things around a little bit as they go. But uh, I, I kind of want to talk about the whole thing where people are like killing themselves on purpose because you meet a couple people like that in the movie. You meet the one girl in like the uh, in the boarding house that I believe her name is Susan, right? The main character. She gives us a lot of expose meeting her character, a lot of like understanding of how it is to be dead and living at the same time and shit. Talking about like the the pooing of the blood if you sit in one area too long you got to keep moving and shit like that you don't have to eat anymore you don't have to sleep she kind of gives it a full breakdown yeah it's it's kind of like fucking it's sad in a way you know what i mean because like you could see like our main character like talking to her like this woman's crazy like this shit is fucking nuts yeah and that's like a, a common theme throughout the whole movie is like some people are just kind of accepted well, the fact that like okay. you know if i was a chick now hear me out on this. If I was a chick, I would try to become one of the beautiful ones, right? Because it's like, cool, I'm a hot chick still. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm young and I'm doing my thing. But like, I feel like it's kind of unfair in this situation because when you die as a dude, you lose blood flow. And as explained to us, no blood flow, no erect penis. So like, chicks can still get down without having like, a hard you know a hard penis but a dude's kind of fucked at that point i feel like it's yeah. not really a, a good scenario for a dude to die <laughs> lose lose it's unless a you have lose, a gun you know like <laughs> unless you have a gun oh how we, okay yes there is a scene where a gun is used as a strap on and is is used to fuck <laughs> the main character yeah. of this movie can, can we mention shit. Oh, and she's the one. Uh, let's just preface that by saying she's the one that like did it. Oh she, yeah, like, no, it's it her. There. It's her deal, for sure. But uh, I mean, she we blows actually, a gun at one point in this movie too, which I thought was fucking in weird. a cemetery. Yeah, that, that, they like doing that. And I don't, she, nowhere she just starts blowing scooter. this gun, and I'm like, what is? What does this symbolize? I don't the understand. Scooter, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, man. But you know what? Hanging dong. Dude. Literally hanging down in this movie, like straight up fucking in focus right yeah, there. Like it, it, you see the strap on gun and his dong in the same fucking like the same shot. Like there it all is, dude. That's me clapping. Yeah. And they didn't, you know, he's a, he's a normal fucking dong. It wasn't like some extra large movie dong or some comically small dong. It's your run of the mill household dong. I can fucking yeah. appreciate that, dude. Yeah. Normal white dude yeah. dong. I mean, this movie yeah. starts with angel fucking. That's fantastic. Like, right I still don't gate. really understand that. I don't understand what no, that had to no, do with anything. There's a lot of stupid symbolism and shit they're trying to show through fucking her blowing shit and the fucking angels, lesbian sex. It, it, it does not land at all. But I'm at least I'm interested in the movie from the jump. Yeah. I'm like, hey, here we go. All right. <laughs> there's you know, actually a lot of nudity in this movie. Oh, dude, there's full frontals all over the place. You know, I'm like, dude, this a lot is of zombie boobs for it. 
Yeah, zombie boobs. Well, un, not undead. so zombie They weren't boobs. zombies, bro. They're just undead. undead. Yeah. This movie actually has to like differentiate between zombies and undead. There are no zombies in this movie. No, not at Shit, all. Shit, the one guy looks like Howard Stern. Like, he ain't a zombie. He's fucking just... What was... <laughs> what the... F- Dude, that was people that came into the boarding house and shot that fucking place up. Like... Oh my god. The one guy's in his tidy whities wearing a neck brace. Neck brace? Dude, I it, they are the wildest group of fucking people. And like you said, the fucking <laughs> and the one dude with the fucking jumpsuit looking like Howard Stern, dude. What the fuck, man? So there is probably one of the gnarliest things I've seen in movies. Uh in that sequence, uh the Howard Stern looking guy takes a shotgun and shoots the pregnant boarding house owner through the back and outer stomach and that's where you find out that she's also undead but she goes into the fucking shower and like pulls out the fucking undead fetus which is now yeah (laughs) oh my god and like our character like walks in the bathroom sees it and is just like i'm gonna walk away and not say anything (laughs) so like twisted those are the things in this movie that stand out to me is what makes this like a fucking awesome really fucking bold movie and why i really like it but there's so much that like makes this such a fucking bad movie like there's just so much time spent on like weird panning shots of that are supposed to convey emotion and like just zooms in on faces fucking for too long and i'm just like this does not the, the pacing of it is very slow i felt for like getting to like the meat of the story which was when we finally get back to this chick's apartment this uh susan which is such a fucking dumb name. I, I hate every time she has to introduce herself and she's like susan I'm like, that's your fucking name? Like, your actual it's, fucking it's, credited name is Stark Raven, and your fucking name is Susan yeah. in the fucking movie? She says it so, like, unconvincingly. I, right? I know, like, exactly. Dude, that's exactly it. So anyways, but, like, she, I, 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 I'm not a big fan of, like, her acting and her in this entire movie. I could have gone without her and put somebody else in there. But like, very dry. It, very dry, dude. Like to the point where it's like almost unconvincing she even wants to fucking be in the movie. So I'm just like, <laughs> like who's forcing you to fucking do this, honestly? But like it really does get good at the point where like she returns home to find her her boyfriend, which I thought was kind of a left turn. Like the movie takes a uh, like almost like a vocal shift in a way where it's like it's kind of like giving itself the vibe of this kind of movie in the beginning it's kind of chaos it's kind of hectic then it turns into this really weird like relationship movie that's really heavy and like there's gun fucking and like the consequences of life and death being talked about and shit like it was a total like shift in vibe i felt once she got home the boyfriend or lover as she says um He's my favorite fucking person in the movie. Yeah, dude. Not just because he hangs dong, but because like it's a really good character. Yeah, like because so we're gonna start talking about the end and everything because it kind of all the last like twenty minutes all kind of ties together. Um, he she comes home to find out that he killed himself to become like a beautiful dead person. And um, I love the bathtub. It's fucking full yeah, of just filled with blood. And uh, he's like all he's being kind of weird, right? Like he's all like kind of slow. And I don't, I don't know if that's from losing all the blood or, or whatever. 
Or just when you become undead, you get slightly odd. Sluggish. <laughs> but yeah, but he tries to kill her so they could be together. But like she's kind of asking him, like, why why'd you do this? Why? Blah blah blah. And he has like this little like monologue where he's like, one day, like my mom called me and like my mom's been gone for like years. And then like my my little sister called me. Like she's yeah, like whatever. Like, yeah, like a little kid. He's like, How's that even possible? And then he's like, I kept getting different calls like every day. It like drove him crazy. Like all these people coming back from the dead. Like all like these people that he had like emotional baggage with yeah, and shit. Dude. And and it's fucking rough. So eventually I, they like oh go. go. And, I, and I like in that same kind of uh, spot in the movie how he describes how like you know he did this because he wants to remain like in this youthful body. He doesn't want to like you know grow old and and you know end up you know being uh, immortal when he's eighty or something like that and not an able body. And it, it, it opens up this really cool, like, questioning back and forth of, like, oh, well, you wouldn't love me if I was mutilated. You you would only love me if I was a, a beautiful person or you wouldn't love me if I was old, if I didn't choose to die. It was, like, this really cool, like, you know, moment of truth between the two of them where it's, like, well, would you love me if I had a fucking shotgun face? Well, would you love me if I had a fucking, you know, hole yeah. in my face kind of thing? And it was, like, this really, like heavy moment of them realizing if they were really in love or if it was like this superficial on the surface fucking thing that was going on i was like dude this movie has no business fucking trying to cross these bridges that it's doing right now well well even when like um they have like there's like a scuffle and he falls out the window and like they find him she thinks he's like done like completely dead or whatever and the cult group finds him and he's like all fucked up like laying there and he's like can you just bring me home like please to like my to my lover and like he says it in a way where i i like felt fucking terrible like he sounds so fucking he sounds so pathetic like he's just and they put him in that like wooden fucking like split suit and fucking prop his ass up dude because he's like he can't walk all of his bones are broken he's like spitting up fucking goo and shit like that dude i was like it's rough man he went from being like one of the beautiful ones in like a split second being like completely fucking mutilated and the idea that this is his reality forever indefinitely that's fucked dude like that like think about that all right so dude if you were if you were gonna choose to be a beautiful one how do you do it what's your what's your method how do you stay beautiful man I think I'm, I'm going to have to agree with the with the girl at the boarding house that you poison yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm immediately fucking ODing. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking partying real fucking hard. Yeah, but, but here's the thing, though. Like, what if, like, something like that, what if you don't die right away and you get some sort of brain damage oh, and then you die? Oh. Are you going to now have carry that fucking oh. over? What if you're like a vegetable forever, dude? Yeah. Brutal. Well, I'm sure that... I'm sure that's a thing. It is. I mean, there. Ha- yeah, you don't die. You're just. The, I guess I'd have to be cool... real careful. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you burn people, they're gone, though. Right? I think that's well, one no, of the no, things. No, no, no. Because she said, but your but your mother's was cremated. How is that possible? Oh, yes. Yes. The phone call. So, yes. like, even the fucking cremation didn't stop this mother from calling the, the son to drive him fucking <sighs> crazy, Brutal. man. That that's Brutal. what I was like. Wow, what are you like? 
How then? Like, if there's nothing remaining of the corpse, like, what? what's calling? It, it, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It, this is a pretty cool fucking thing. It's great. Like, the concept. whole story is cool. I get that, like, the boyfriend is supposed to be a bad guy. You know what I mean? But I think it's supposed to also maybe be questionable. Like yeah, I he's... had sympathy for him, honestly. I felt sympathetic for him at the end. Did they ever say where she's coming from? In the beginning? I've watched this movie I've watched this movie a bunch of times. Like not even this was not like my first time seeing I feel like this. It was a store because she had like a grocery bag with her that well, she like came they ne- up. Well, like they never really say like where she was coming from. No. Like was she just out to get supplies or something? Or but because it seems like she w- she went somewhere for a while. Oh, yeah, it had to have been. And like she was kind of like it was it, like on her own or whatever. Like it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. Because there's also like that one part where she stops for the night before the boarding house, and there's like a neighborhood watch. So like there are places where there's still a bunch of people, and it's not like a fucking abandoned small town somewhere. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I do dig the uh, the way she would check for for people being alive or dead with the little like a vampire hold it up under yeah. their nose to see if there's a breath there dude that, that, that was like, like a cool concept because you could do it with like you know holding a gun to someone's head and she'd have the mirror up i just liked like checking people's id that way that was like a fun fun concept yeah. to like add to it well he finds she finds like the dude in the car who's actually undead and he was like trying to like pick her up or whatever oh and like yeah, she yeah. figures out that like he's fucking he's not alive and like steals the car from him and everything it is a good idea. There's tons of good shit in this movie. Uh, for an hour and 26 minutes or whatever, though, even though it's a little slow, I agree with that. Something's always happening. Like, there's always something going on. It's very rarely is there just fucking talking or whatever. That only happens a couple times. The the cult leader kind of reminds me of the dude from uh, Demon Wind that, like, is the one that, like, they that like comes back and he's like come my children oh, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. time i thought his voice sounded a lot like his so i was like oh i like this character immediately you know i reading through like the imdb stuff there's always like the the trivia things and stuff and just reading about stark raven and how this role was like written for her and stuff and the only she says the only scene she had an issue filming mind you her her legitimate vagina is used in this fucking movie. <laughs> you you see it. Uh, she said the only thing she had a problem was was doing the fellatio scene in the graveyard because she felt like it was sacrilege. And I was like, <laughs> you got fucked by a gun. Like, what are you talking about? That's like the scene that made you uncomfortable. That's just like it's. I, I guess if you uh, you know fear of god maybe but fuck dude i feel like going a little hardcore on the uh, the gun fucking would be a little bit <laughs> more trepidatious dude scooter mccray man he didn't give a fuck he's like you're fucking he said hey gun. All right. <laughs> hey you down to do it you down to fuck this gun she's she like, was yeah. I, she's like, fucking... i'm doing it but no one else is gonna be in the room while i'm fucking this guy <laughs> better than me i i would have been like get the fuck out of here like dude. get the why don't you scoot yourself out of here, Mr. Scooter it's McCray? It's almost sad if, like, she was... <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost sad if she was like, you know what? I am going to fuck this gun because this is going to be my big break. This is going to get me out of this shitty town. And this is the only well, fucking movie she's ever been in. <laughs> well, well, dude, she's actually in one other movie called 16 Tongues. Which is also this and- guy's fucking movie. And her fucking character is Latex Nun. 
Oh, perfect. Perfect. So That's not, okay, being the latex nun isn't pushing the sacrilege button too far, but if you're blowing the gun in the cemetery, that, that, that's a little too much for fucking Stark Raven. Dude, what the fuck is, oh, Sub Rosa Studios, 2005. Interesting. Stark Tongues. We're going to have to try to find, we might have to watch this movie, dude. We might have to watch tongues? this. It looks pretty fucking crazy. I feel like I've seen it before. It's got like a fucking weird creature on the cover, right? Uh, let's see. Is it? This one has like a woman on the front. It looks like it has some sort of like a woman on the front. I don't know. We're gonna have to check that. We're gonna look into this one. This may be a uh, a continuation of the Scooter McRae. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Um. So, Grizz, anything else you want to say about uh, Shatter Dead? You know, like I said, this is a really bad movie, and I and I can I understand that. I mean, look at the fucking the reviews and the ratings; they're not great. But for some reason, man, it's captivating. Like I'm just kind of like I was drawn in by it the entire time. And there's some parts that are kind of like, wow, what the fuck? And there's parts of this movie that have like that a movie of this budget and and like of this caliber has no business like trying to get across and they do a great job with it they they really they really honed in on something unique towards the end of this movie yeah this this movie's fucking awesome i don't i don't i i don't think there's anything bad about it uh maybe besides it being a little bit slow sometimes but i feel like it's not that bad we've watched way fucking worse oh, 100%. um five, five, five. i think this is a i think this is a <laughs> fuck you i think this is a solid as hell movie if you could find this on tape buy it why the fuck not it's a cool movie to have yeah. i think they're pretty expensive though um a hundred percent recommend it is it streaming anywhere i didn't see it we both own versions yeah, of the movie so. so we didn't have to really look too hard um i would definitely try to pick up that blu-ray though that's for sure oh, it's, it's probably only it. What twenty five bucks yeah, like or something 20, like that? Twenty one ninety nine, I think it is. So I mean, it's got yeah. both versions: director's cut, original VHS cut, a ton of different bonus content, interviews and shit. They do a great job with that stuff. So yeah, hey, go check it out. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that uh, director's cut also because I'm kind of curious now. But Grizz, it's time that we head to the wide world of metal again. We have you back. That's right. I had to do uh, I had to do the accursed one Fill by myself, me. which was <laughs> which is fucking horrible. Um, but Grizz, what are, what are we doing this week? I figured I'd be come back with a bang, dude. I am gonna bring something a little bit a little bit different. Maybe I don't know. It's 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 not. I'm not typically a quote unquote hardcore guy. But I think this is a good bridge. This is a good crossover band, man. This is the one and only Orange County's fucking scalp. This band fucking rules, man. It is like... It, it, it definitely has its roots in, in hardcore metal. and But it's like so punishing and so like grinding at the same time that like the grindcore influence on it is so prevalent that I'm, I'm drawn to this, dude. And this is their, their newest release, Black Tar... This is their follow-up to their their first one from two. Uh, I believe it was 2020 was the original album. Uh, this though, the original album was really good. This one just takes the fucking brutality to a new level. I, I'm very interested to to hear what your take is on some of these tracks. Um, I've never heard of this band. This is a first time listen for me uh, when you sent it. I was surprised that you sent me a fucking HM2 band. That I was I was kind of shocked that you did. I wasn't gonna 
I wasn't going to bring that up, but uh, they are an HM2 band, which I feel like is a fucking genre in itself now. Um, people may know, like, uh, Trap Them, that guitar tone, that's like the HM2 band type thing. Yeah, Gulch, um, very similar. What's what's that other one that people fucking really liked for like na- nails didn't use HM2s I don't think but uh, no they did they did nails yeah. did yeah nails is like yeah. a big yeah. one it's like because this is very this definitely has like an element of power violence to it also it, it's very in vain with that kind of style I feel like it it fits more in that style than hardcore or something like that um, just because like the songs are all under two minutes um, every song has like some well not every song technically. But they all have pretty much like blast parts where it's just like punishing wall of sound guitar, which is awesome. I love that shit. Um, I I don't know. I I didn't get the like hardcore vibe from it. I was thinking more like power violence. Um, I guess like trap them is kind of metal. Uh, well, kind of hardcore, I mean, like they're a metal band. From like the hardcore scene, I mean, a lot of those bands came from you know the hardcore area from that like California yeah. and shit like that, New York. But I, I feel like there's there's elements in this with some of the grooves. There's like the, what's the one tune? Um, oh, diabetic necrosis. There is just like a brutal breakdown that you would hear in a typical hardcore song. But it has that wall of fucking noise, guitar feedback happening, and just like it's it's more punishing than your typical hardcore breakdown. But I totally hear that influence in there. Yeah, I was I was really shocked. This is something that I'll definitely listen to again. My favorite song in this was the third song, "Endless Relapse." Yeah, that's what I have I thought, listed as my favorite too, man. Uh, yeah, Crushing. yeah, that song fucking that song's awesome. Uh, I I like that like the intro Yin is just kind of like weird drum and bass type thing with a like a sample over it and because there's a sample again um is that broken vein or pollute one of those i think broken vein has it and it's like i don't know i don't know what language the people are speaking but like you hear like a gun going off and stuff like they're shooting guns like i thought that was pretty cool the um the whole album pretty much i'm gonna say i couldn't tell you where songs five to seven start and stop because i've only listened to this a handful of times and they, they do have but a the whole album sound it is very much them so some of the songs yeah. can kind of blend together a little bit but it all flows right. you can listen to it straight there it's only 12 minutes i think the whole fucking what is it yeah like 12 minutes for the whole goddamn eight songs which is perfect it's like watching an hour and 20 minute movie that's it you know what that's i mean exactly it's hard that. to that's fuck that up about it it's hard to fuck that up, man. That's for damn sure. And it's it's just like like you said before, man. Like the guitar tone in this. Just hearing this on an album, you know, when you go to see this band live, they're gonna fucking hurt your eardrums. And that's exactly like what I expect from this kind of band. Just that brutal wall of fucking feedback before every song starts. It's like a classic like power violence thing. One of my favorite power violence band. Um, um, the fuck is it it's a moon or something like that or moog or something i'll have to fucking look at moon or moom m-o-o-m that's the fucking bam look up that band that band fucking rules but they have that same thing where like every song starts with this huge fucking wall of feedback followed up by just a crushing like really groovy riff and this this every song in this fucking thing has that it has these big fucking grooves followed up with insane blasting grindcore sections and the vocals are just like 
grinding, grinding, grinding the whole time. Just like really fucking endless aggression. And that's what I loved about this. Like, if you ask me what this band is, it is aggression on fucking tape, dude. Yeah, the vocalist is fucking awesome in this oh. band. That's another thing that I that stuck out to me. Um, because there really isn't, I didn't hear any like guitar solos or anything like no, that. No, no. So like, I can't say if these guys could fucking shred or whatnot. Um, th- my favorite parts of the album are all the blast parts because they do such a good job. Like the production is so cool. It's got like that fucking great. It's so it's to me, it was always very hard to record an HM2. It's very hard to get like a really good tone on tape. And like these guys got fucking nailed it. They like did. they did perfect. I wonder where they recorded this. Um, it, it, because the production alone, anytime that there's like a fucking blast part and the guitars are just like ripping, it sounds so heavy and it's so like sonically filling. You know what I mean? That's like it. it, it's no, very, it. it is a wall. It comes at you it, like a fucking wall. Yeah. It's fucking, it's awesome. I really highly recommend it. Um, am I going to say this is gym music? Probably not because it's only twelve minutes, so yeah. it's hard to get, it's hard to do uh, do your sets with this. You got to do but, uh, both both the uh, the first album, Domestic Extremity, followed up by Black Tar. If you like this, dude, I'm telling you, go out of your way to find Domestic Extremity. It's a fucking another album that is a it's it's a great prequel to this man. It's I don't think it's quite as heavy. I think it might be a little bit more in like the hardcore vein, but I think you're gonna equally enjoy it. HM2s. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, one guitar player, or two guitar players in this band. Uh, I believe it is. Well, it is a single guitar player, drum, bass, and then two vocalists. Guitar does vocals and a lead vocalist. Uh, oh, interesting. I wonder if they do like uh, what? What the fuck is that band? Uh, oh shit, I'm not gonna be able to think of it right now. Uh, but like they have like the dual vocalists, and it's only a three piece, but it's fucking, it's pretty solid. Uh, I can't think of that. I was I'm not, it's not gonna Nacho was at first. I don't think that's it, though. No, 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 no. Man, I haven't heard. I haven't heard somebody mention that band in a long Look time. They had a lot of rules, dude. They had a lot of good. They had a lot of good merch. Oh yeah, they did. They I always had, had good shirts and shit. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that, man. Fuck. So, uh, Scalp, which is an awesome fucking band name, great, Black man. Tar, which is also a fucking great <laughs> album name. Sheesh. And I love the album I, cover too, like a severed torso, like in chains, like just in this black fuzzy, like looks like static fucking vision. Just so unique. Uh, the whole, the whole thing put together is very, it's very different, which I think I really get into. Good package. Total package. Nice package. I would bro. see them live. Nice package, bro. <laughs> I would definitely see, I would see them live. This oh, is dude. a band that I'd probably see live and be like, wow. Just like, uh, what the hell was that fucking band? Death Injection? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude. One of... That's a band to see live, for sure. Albums Dude, don't do it justice. Never heard them before. Went and saw them. I forgot what band the dude's from. He's from another band. But um, went and saw them live. I was like, holy fuck. I bought the record while I was there. I yeah. never do that. And I bought the, like, the 12-inch when I was fucking... My fucking man, that was fucking sick. <laughs> some bands are just... And, they, they, do, they do it live better than they'll ever get it on an album and some bands are the exact opposite they fucking suck live man but there's something special about seeing that band that just crushes your fucking skull when you see them in person there's a there's a handful of bands can you name a band that you were disappointed by sleep really yeah dude every time have you only seen them once yeah oh okay and it was on the uh the marijuanaist or the that last fucking album tour that they did 
for that the the release of the scientist that's what it was the that album mm-hmm. and uh dude wasn't you were disappointed yeah dude wasn't it man like it i i've i've seen louder weed eater shows bro like it, yeah well that's not that's not on them that's on like the uh that's on they the had house. a lot of they had a lot of amps on stage for not a lot of fucking uh, uh tone where, going what kind on. of venue because when i saw it it was fucking i saw them twice um, I saw them once at St. Vitus. Oh, that yeah. was fucking that was probably awesome. fucking dope, dude. Yeah, like the venue. And then, but then I I saw them at a normal venue also, and it was good there too. Like I was like, "Fool shit!" Like this I guess is fucking. Maybe I built it up so much in my head because it was sleep, you know, and I was like such a big fan, and like that was really in like my doom metal peak, and I'd put so much on seeing them, and I and then then just like. It was one of those experiences that if I probably took myself out of the expectations that I had, it would have been awesome, you know? But I built yeah. it up too great for a show in fucking Buffalo, New York, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw them the first two times that they played, like when they first came back and they started doing the tours again. I saw them the first two times that they came to New York and maybe because like they were still fresh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. You had that, you had that sick-ass I, artwork at your house, dude, that fucking that dope oh, fucking the, smoker the yeah. um i have the the test press of the actual vinyl jacket of the yeah, the, su- the southern lord uh holographic one a big ass fucking it thing on the wall dude, I, the, it's the first thing i saw when i walked in his house i was like what is this dude, dude I, I paid hardly anything for oh, that that's stupid i think i bought it like from southern lord like that's i bought awesome. it like from them yeah um I, I liked both times I saw sleep. I saw Ohm like a handful of times. That was fucking, oh, that was fucking insane. Sun um, blew my fucking wig back, bro. See, I was just saying this and we, so we have a group chat. Uh, like, I don't think I could sit through sun again. Like, it's just, I need something. Like, cause now I could barely fucking stay at the concert of a band I love. Right. Never mind, like. uh, It was just the experience of feeling like a fucking airplane was continually driving through my chest that I was just like, oh my fucking God. Like, and I, I understand that it's boring. Like, if you're not like a fucking like amp worshiper, it's gotta be the fucking most boring thing of all time. Even if you are an amp worshiper, it's probably good for the one and done novelty experience of, of just experiencing it but it was it was epic the one band that i would love to fucking see do live that i'd never have that's in that that genre also is bong you ever heard bong from fucking sweden it is like no, the never. slowest doomiest but like dude i like got really stoned one time and shaved my head listening to that band and i like transcended to a different plane of existence for a while <laughs> it was fucking weird <laughs> that band is that's awesome funny. I've seen it like um, when I saw Conan live. Oh, like fucking I, fantasy live, dude. I saw them at St. Vitus. That was a good fucking one. Um, Weed Eater is good every time you every see them. Fucking time. Um, Bong Ripper was good. Um, Windhand was kind of boring. You know who I thought yeah. was boring? Fucking Bongzilla, man. Yeah, I, I I didn't even. I've been to shows where they played, and I didn't even fucking. Yeah, you're not missing much, man. It's honestly yeah. like watching a fucking second rate weed eater. You know, I'd rather yeah. watch fucking yeah. them. All those dudes do like get back and do buzz oven with fucking Dixie and shit like that. But I saw um, Electric Wizard was pretty good live. Oh yeah, they I had a good time crush. seeing them. They definitely um, that chick is cool as fuck playing in that band too. 
I'm gonna tell you a band that I was fucking disappointed saying. I, I I I just thought about it right now, and it has to do with sleep. Fucking high on fire. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was probably horrible, dude. I wouldn't even know. And, I couldn't have spent my money on going to see that band. And also, once um, the Hog and I went and saw Mastodon on Halloween, and I swear to God, they had the volume on like half volume in the venue. So, dude, no fucking lie, Mastodon when they're they're just coming out and they're doing their thing originally, one of the best shows you'll ever see. Mastodon yeah. now, don't even waste your fucking money. It's a goddamn I, shame. I saw them. Um, I saw them on a tour with Slayer, and then I saw them with um, Neurosis. And both times I saw them there, like it, I had that fucking sun experience, where like they were tuning low and everything. It was loud, so your chest, you get in the Fear Factory experience. Yeah, yeah. But then when we saw them on that Halloween fucking tour or show, whatever, I was like, "Fucking, this is lame. Like this sounds like I'm fucking, you know, somebody's got a radio on, oh. and I'm standing across the room." That's, that, yeah. I hate that. I hate that shit. That shit sucks. But you know, what what can I say, man? You can't win them all, right? I know. We could probably sit here all night and name bands that are good and bad fucking live and the reasons why. Oh my god. <laughs> I I feel like I tried to forget all the bad bands. Yeah. But uh, you know and some bands are fucking surprisingly good live. You know, bands that you don't normally like, you see them live, you're like, oh shit, that was actually very entertaining. That's honestly that's like my favorite thing about when I was like, you know, doing different the band circuits and stuff like that, playing with different openers that would come in and everything is they'd always bring, you know, acts with them that they, they tour with and it's like always a 50-50. Sometimes these openers will be like fucking horrible. You're like, okay, you're bringing these guys to make yourselves look better. And other yeah, times yeah. it's like, that fucking opener was better than who I came to fucking see. Like, these guys are just yeah. putting in fucking work, dude. Like, it, it, I love being surprised by an opening band. We were just talking about that with the fucking... Because Mortician is playing in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking... Dude, I want to come down for that shit. And we were looking up the openers to that. And, like, honestly, all these fucking openers that I'm finding are crushers down there, dude. Yeah. I'm like, who Rippers, the fuck dude. is Damn. these bands? Yeah. Good thing I'm not in a band anymore. I know. Shit. <laughs> I have competition. Too or bad. maybe I could get in a band. Say, maybe, maybe I can we're actually get in wasted one. our time, dude. We need to get back in the fucking grindstone. Hey, if, if you're in the if you're in the uh Pennsylvania, what am I in Southeast Pennsylvania yeah, area? There we are. I could fucking I could shred. I'm probably better than your guitar player. You got so, here. Just yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why I don't need to see sun anymore, because I practice in a place that had fucking th- <laughs> yes. three full stacks right in front of me. Uh two eight two ampeg eight by tens with SVT classics with six by tens and four tens next to it. I already had that experience. They used to tell Beautiful. us, dude, when we used to practice, the other band said that they would be able to hear us at the end of the block while they were in their car. Good. Like, That's how you need to be. Uh, th- yeah, 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 yeah. We were deep area, in the dude. building. Yeah, they hated us, bro. I couldn't imagine of being like being another band in that place, like being above us. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Some pop, like some like pop punk band next door trying to play. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking blast! No, I mean like luckily like that was one of those places where all the bands were friends, so like we knew everybody. Um, like my friend Joe Bad, who's in fucking uh, what the hell's that fucking band? Uh, I can't think about it. I can't think what the name of it, but it's actually like fucking famous like he was right yeah like they're actually fucking they're actually a a big band but um you know thankfully we fucking knew everybody that's how i met mike fucking uh yeah 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 the hollywood uh well he's not the hollywood homeboy 
well, the fucking mainstream mic. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if, I mean, if we're putting it out there, if, if there's any like drummers that can play blast beats in the Buffalo, New York area, fucking hit me up because that's all I'm missing. I need a fucking good Let's drummer, goddammit. Get at it, and I think that you know what, man. That just that's that's where we're gonna end this one. Yeah. Uh, Grizz, I had a great time talking about music more yeah, than dude. movies. I think this <laughs> week, usual. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore Enabler, and you can find me at uh, Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at our revamp www.badtastevideo.com. It's looking good, dude. I was I was like, baby, this is professional all of a sudden. Yo, like I'm well, I'm honestly like I'm interested to know if we were to do like blog posts or like kind of like you know write up entries of care? like reviews and stuff and put them on there. Would that be something that people would kind of go to the website to check out if we did like a weekly fucking you know, we could do like uh, some music fucking reviews, all kinds yeah. of stuff on there. Also, uh, let us know again, because some people got back to us. What time would you like us to start doing our Twitch streams? Yeah, I, I hear uh, like heard nine that. is the the general consensus so far. Yeah we, yeah, we might have to start pushing it back to nine o'clock. We will be doing one next week. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll do that normal time. And then we'll uh, the one after that, we'll, we'll adjust for everybody. So 730 at twitch.tv slash bad taste video. We will be covering the this is something that neither of us have seen before but yeah. it was highly recommended by a friend uh our man grave spitter the uh, nine oh nope the year 2000 deadfall so if this sucks i don't know that's at grave spitter <laughs> yeah, yeah that's on you chase <laughs> fuck you man now i'm but, looking uh, forward to this it looks pretty cool uh, it'll be cool and i want to get into it uh both of us never seeing it before that's usually a good time for us and I want to thank our uh, friend at Alan in- <laughs> at Alan Cantation. I don't know why I have a hard time saying that. Uh, he's the one that redid our website. Uh, fucking fan of the show. Awesome dude. Really fucking helping us out with yeah, all this. He's a ripper also, man. Yes. Yeah, he is. Does he have a... Uh, he's got a Jackson, Absolutely right? Doesn't he have a Jackson so. Kelly? family. Ooh, that's it. You know how there's the PV cult? There's like yeah. the fucking... It's like the Jackson cult too. Like that's that's a different one. I keep it spread over. I got a little bit of every every company over here. You know, I got a, I got a loyalty to any guitar company. I have two Jacksons. I have three PV, four PV. <laughs> I will say I'm though, our, our Jacksons are are pretty fucking epic. The ones that Beautiful. we are rocking right now. Yeah. Wait till I wait till I show you my finished uh, Gibson Les Paul Redux that I'm doing. I'm redoing my fucking traditional Pro Two fucking looking good that thing's a ripper also all right so we will see you next week live on twitch.tv slash bad taste video with deadfall goodbye